Hey guys, uh, welcome to episode one of the Rainy Days podcast. I'm Randy, um, your host. Um, today we're going to be getting into a few things, you know, just covering, obviously, like I said, music and whatnot. Um, just a quick shout out, George behind the camera today. Uh, he helped us make he helped make this a reality. So shout out to him, um, my boy Marco, <coughs> who also helped us out. Um, shout out to him. Shout out to Real Life, who is on the intro song you guys just heard. Uh, huge shout out to him. Um, <coughs> we're finally here. Um, it's been a process to get this thing started. And the last two weeks really have been kind of just like we kicked it into overdrive, just kind of trying to, you know, get this thing going and bring this idea to life. Um, <coughs> just a little background on myself. Um, why did I decide to start this podcast? Um, so I'm huge into music and I just really kind of wanted to make something that's like, it's going to be fun. Um, it's going to be mellow and all at the same time, it's going to be like introspective. Um, it's kind of just make going to make you like think about why you like certain music, why you don't like certain music. Um, if you're like biased going into certain like projects or artists and whatnot, um, and stuff like that. I want to give you guys just like a couple of my classic albums that I've really enjoyed and that to me are timeless. Um, the first one is The Carter Three um, by Lil Wayne. That's just a great rap project from beginning to end. And that was probably Lil Wayne's, for me, his top album, uh, if not one of his top three. Um, like I said, it's all opinions and whatnot. So my opinion, top album. Carter Three from Lil Wayne, um, Channel Orange, Frank Ocean, that project was flawless for me, um, and even Blonde was flawless. But Frank Ocean just takes a completely different approach on his music, which is it's admirable, um, and it's really refreshing in in like a scenario where artists now just kind of like do the same thing and hope that it pops. Um, Kissland by the weekend, which you can actually see it up here, I think. Um, for me, that was that's one of the greatest R&B album debuts, um, and I think that the weekend just really was in a whole another area for that. And he literally went to Japan to draw inspiration, and um, you know, just kind of it was his first time leaving home, so it was a whole new thing, and. Even now, I'm still discovering, like, layers that I had never, like, listened to or, like, heard in all the other times I've heard it. Um, and the last classic album that I wanted to tell you guys about was 808s and Heartbreak by Kanye. Um, that project, Kanye really stepped into a different um, arena with that because you could feel his pain. You could feel his sorrow. And it was just, like, a great project as far as, like, Someone who was who who still is really known as mainly like a one of the top rappers of all time for him to step into more of like a mellow R and B type of 
realm was pretty great and just shows his versatility. Um, some of my favorite current projects. Um, my Dear Melancholy by The Weeknd. Um, it was a great little teaser that he put out, just six tracks. Um, my favorite track on there was I Was Never There with Gasofelstein. Um When that siren comes in at the beginning, oh man, that, that shit fucking... I don't even know. From the first time I heard that song and I heard those sirens come in, that was that was my favorite song. And it was, I just had never heard anything like it, really. Um, another one that I really like right now is Ghetto Lenny's Love Songs by St. John. Um, St. John is an artist who just really, he, he has like a bravado about him that's just kind of like, it makes you feel like you got a little extra swagger when you listen to him. Um, and Ghetto Lenny's Love Songs was just a great project. Had some pretty good features on there. He had Meek Mill, Lil Baby, um, A Boogie, and Lenny Kravitz on there. Um, my personal favorite on that project was Who Do You Blame? That's a pretty good, like like he said, it's a love song. Um, but they're also infused with like trap elements, which is pretty cool. And lastly, Mirrorland by Earth Gang. Um, Mirrorland, when Earth Gang put that one out it almost felt like they were creating like a world or even like an amusement park um but to get access into this world or whatever it makes you feel um you need to be super introspective um about yourself and just kind of like embrace your flaws and just like roll with it and don't let anybody really bring you down for your flaws just kind of embrace that that's what made you who you are and once you are able to do that, then you have access into Mirrorland. You're able to get in and really just have fun because that's what that's what the album is. It's a fun listen and it's a fun time. Um, but really, um, everyone really has their own music taste and like that you develop your taste and opinions as as you go on. Um, and that's why I said that sometimes you can be biased. Um, towards certain people and whatnot. Um, so I figured that the best person, artist, to talk about um, as far as like developing your own taste and opinions um, is Kanye West. Because when you first, when you hear Kanye's name, you either, you either think he's one of the greatest rappers of all time or you just kind of like, oh, like, this motherfucker Kanye fucking supporting Trump, all this other bullshit he does, telling Taylor Swift that she didn't really deserve the the award, um, which for some reason Taylor Swift fans are still mad about. Um, but hey, I guess it happens. But Kanye, to me, Kanye West is one of the greatest rappers of all time, and I think that he's just his impact on the culture is just really undeni uh, undeniable. Um, whether you think he's crazy or not, he's just, ever since he first got into the music business by helping Jay-Z produce the blueprint, um, people have known that he's just been different and that he, he wasn't messing around. He was here to stay. Um, and now he's expanding even into like the fashion industry, which is obviously a massive success for him now he did put out those yeezy crocs that like 
I don't even know like the actual name for him, but he he posted like pictures of him, and I guess that like they're coming out sometime soon. And he was at one of his like Sunday service um, events and was wearing them, and he was out there playing the piano with them and fucking bopping his head. And all I could look at when I was watching that video was the shoes, was those Crocs. Now I'm not super fashion forward, <laughs> and I'm not. I'm in no sense am I a designer, and in no sense do I have that kind of creativity to make those Yeezy Crocs. But at the same time, in no in no way, shape, or form do I want to have the creativity to come up with those Yeezy Crocs. Because listen, man, Kanye, I've I'm wearing your shoes right now. I'm I'm wearing the three fifties the um the statics um non-reflective though because those shits are too fucking too out there um and i love all your shoes i have two i have the 350s i have a pair of 700s but kanye man crocs leave the crocs to post malone or somebody else man because that shit listen i'm sure people i'm sure people are gonna buy them but definitely not me um, I, I guess to each zone. Um, but like I said, man, Kanye's impact as far as, like I just mentioned, fashion, his music impact is insane. Um, he literally just made a song where he just makes noises pretty much it's as if he was just like listening to his son make noises when he was a baby and just fucking imitated him and put him on a track saying scoop diddy whoop and all that other shit i don't know man but i mean i guess people like it um but sunday service sunday service was something that really just like it took me back um because when you think of kanye you think of someone who's like 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 he said in the past there's like there's pink polo kanye and then there's like more modern day Kanye, I guess. Um, and he doesn't really, neither of those really seem like the guys that would have a church choir singing with him. Um, just like on a weekly basis, even at Coachella. They did it at Coachella. It was a great success. Um, but I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for him because it seems like it's kind of brought him down from whatever he's been going through in his in his private life um seems like it's kind of been his like escape um from reality and for that i'm glad for the man you know because no matter what he's done no matter what he says he's great for music he's great for music his last project um yay i believe it was called i mean not other than Kids See Ghosts, of course, his last solo project. That Even that was, like, super introspective. Um, he had, like, tracks like Wouldn't Leave where he was talking about Kim and, like, how, like, even, like, through the toughest times in his life, she just wouldn't, she refused to leave him. That was just super, I had never seen Kanye really open up like that ever since 808s and Heartbreak. Um, so that was super refreshing. Um, the other way that Kanye West is just really undeniable is in the anticipation that he creates. Um, again, not just with his music, with his 
with like his fashion uh you have people like waiting at like shoe stores lining up for blocks and blocks just to try to get their hands on a pair of his shoes and you have some of his shoes reselling for like it just ranges from like 300 to like however many thousand dollars for his like original nikes and like bapes and whatnot um but like his music like you have all these people who are like oh like we're gonna cancel kanye shut up you're not canceling kanye you can't cancel kanye kanye is he he really is just on another level he even if you are like oh i just canceled kanye whatever blah 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 you're going to listen to his next project. And yeah, you're going to be like, oh, I just, oh, I want something else to like hate on him for. But in reality, you're a fan. You love Kanye. You enjoy his music. You just don't like what he's doing outside of music as far as like his views or like everything else that he like. I mean, I, I will admit he does say some stupid shit, you know, that's, that's also like, you can't deny that, but aside from that he's he's been he's had a great career um and he's seemingly not done although he did say he did say he's not going to make any more secular music secular for those of you who don't know just means like having no religious or spiritual basis um so he said he's done with that now does that mean he's just going to make gospel music maybe maybe not Maybe he'll rap, but just like about Jesus and God and all that stuff. Um, it'll be interesting to see. Um, I guess that the first look on that was going to be on Jesus is King, uh, which was supposed to drop on Friday originally. And then Kim Kardashian came out and said that he had a couple more Sunday service events and like listening parties. And then he would drop it today. It's Sunday right now. Um, it's still not out. It's still not out. Um, a lot of people got their hopes up for it. And I could understand why. But at the same time, why would we expect Kanye to drop an album one time? I came across this picture on Rap Direct on their Instagram. Uh, number of days late each Kanye project has been. So Yandi is currently, to the day, a year late. And there's no word on its official release. 808's in Heartbreak, One Day Late. My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, Yeezus, Yay, Kids See Ghost, we're all on time. Late Registration was 49 days late. Cruel Summer was 89 days late. College Dropout, 193. Watch the Throne, granted that was with Jay-Z, so maybe like it's not only Kanye's fault, 209 days Graduation, 345, and The Life of Pablo, 531. So, since Friday was when um, Jesus is King was supposed to drop, so we're, what, two days into it being late. Um, and I guess he's also supposed to drop the Jesus is King film on October 25th exclusively in IMAX, which is interesting. Um... Will I go see it? Maybe, maybe not. Um, but 
I mean, will we get the album tonight like it was supposed to be? Um, or will we get it closer to the film? Or will we get it a year from now? Or like, eventually? I, I, don't, I have no idea. Um, but I guess that's the kind of the game that you play with Kanye. It's just like, you just wait, you hope, but you never know. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, Kanye just makes, he's always made solid music. He has a great discography. Um, think what you want about the man. But, um, so like I had mentioned, another one of my classic albums was Kissland by The Weeknd. Um, so the weekend's a few albums in now. He had Starboy in 2016. Then he put out My Dear Melancholy, just like a short six-track EP. And now, while we wait for his next album, I guess he's making movies. He's in this upcoming film called Uncut Gems um, with Adam Sandler. And the trailer came out for it, and it's it's very... Con- I'm confused by the whole concept of the movie. So Adam Sandler pretty much, so he pawns a Celtics championship ring for cash to make a bet on the Celtics. So in this bet, he bets for the Celtics to cover the spread. He bets for the Celtics first half. He bets Kevin Garnett points and rebounds, um, which is a reckless bet. And I don't even know how much money he put down on it. But, so whatever. So he's there. Um, and I guess Kevin Garnett, it, like, he actually plays a role in the film. And, I mean, super random. But, hey, I mean, I love the Celtics. Love KG. Love Adam Sandler. Um, and there's one point in the trailer where Adam Sandler's at the club. And you see this woman... Presumably either her his main piece or his side piece, given the weekend the fuck me eyes in 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 essence she's giving him this look, and the weekend's giving her the same look back while he's who knows what crooning melody he's singing into the mic, um, and Adam Sandwich is he's got this look he's just kind of like he knows that he lost that girl to the weekend, um, and. Shortly following that, Adam Sandler pushes The weekend, and I'm assuming they're going to fight. Maybe not. I don't know. Um, which I'm curious as to who would win that fight. Because Adam Sandler, he's getting old, whatever. The weekend is, what, like 30? Um, or, I don't know, whatever. Um, but, in the longest yard, Adam Sandler did take a few punches from Terry Crews. When they were playing that one-on-one game. So maybe Adam Sandler is a tough-ass motherfucker. I don't know. Um, he did take a pretty good beating from Cheeseburger Eddie. So I guess we'll have to guess we'll have to wait and find out. Um, that comes out in December. And I was also confused because The weekend's got his dreads back in that movie. Which, I mean, yeah, I guess he could have filmed it like a long-ass time ago. But, I mean, I don't know. Maybe they just opened up the safe where the dreads are being kept, taped them back to his head for a little bit, and then filmed that part, and now he just untaped them, put them back in the safe, and all is well. Um, but at the same time, he showed up to the premiere with a mustache, 
just the mustache, no beard like he usually has, and some poofy ass hair. Um, he looks like he should be sing, like he should have a verse on La Mesa del Rincón by the the by Los Tigres del Norte. Um, for anyone like yeah, if you know who they are, then yeah, they're the goats. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean that's what he looks like. He looks like he belongs in that group. Um, but hey, I'm all for the look. If that's what he wants, that's what he wants. Um, but yeah, that comes out in December. I'm definitely going to be checking it out. Um, just because love the weekend, love Adam Sandler, love Kevin Garnett and the Celtics. Um, and I have made a few sports bets, um, in my life. Nothing too big. I haven't pawned a Celtics ring for him and I haven't won any money. Um, yeah, but, um, but yeah, something else that I just wanted to touch upon, um, what I want to do in this podcast is I want to highlight a newer artist every episode um, that I just kind of come across. And this week, I felt it was only right that I highlight real life. Um, he's the kid that you hear on the intro and that you'll hear on the outro as well. Um, you can find him on Instagram at real life motherfucker. Um, like I said, he's on the intro song and when I was in the process of kind of figuring out some some of the stuff for this podcast, I reached out to him because I was trying to find a song or like an artist that I wanted to feature on the intro and outro. And every time my thought process brought me right back to him, just kind of because his music is almost like a perfect portrayal of what I want this podcast to like bring. Um and I worked pretty briefly with him, just kind of like I helped him with uh, like marketing stuff for his last project, The Ends, um, that might still be on Apple Music. I'm not sure. I know that he's been kind of just like taking stuff down as he gets ready for like new stuff. Um, but definitely, if you can find The Ends, check that out. If not, go to his SoundCloud. He's got some great songs on there. He's also got a couple on Apple Music, like Recovery. Um, Abandoned and Burning is his most recent one It's a pretty great song too um, Has some rock elements in there as well as just like His usual singing um, And he's just a great Just like croons and he's got great melodies and whatnot. Um, and yeah I mean I'm, I'm hoping that Things take off for him And I'm really thankful for him letting me use That song um, the song is called Myself, uh, that one is on SoundCloud, um, so if you like the intro and outro songs, you're definitely gonna like that, cause it's just clips from that song, um, but yeah, so like I said, real life, great singer, he's on the come up, he's out of Seattle, um, great kid, great kid, great, great creativity, um, and I'm excited to see where his career goes from here. Um, but yeah, so that's pretty much all I had uh, for today. Um, just to wrap up, I kind of wanted to do a few special thanks um, to a few people. Uh, like I mentioned at the beginning, George, uh, who's behind the camera today, like I said earlier. Uh, he's really been a great help getting this podcast started. Um just helping me like I said with the camera stuff it's helping me with some of the audio all that good stuff um, so thank you to George that's my brother um, 
also to Marco, my boyfriend's, um, he's helping us a lot with the lighting, uh, also with camera, audio, all that fun stuff, um, both Marco and George are helping with editing, which is great, so, also Marco, thank you, uh, Jimmy, my special friend, Jimmy, um, he supplied us with some of the lighting in here, uh, so, thank you, Jimmy, for that, um, I also had a talk with Jimmy just recently, and he was kind of like, he kind of like pushed me in, in the sense where he was just kind of like, fuck all your insecurities, like, you're gonna do this shit, you're gonna do it well, and that's pretty much all you can do, you know, if people, like, you know, so thank you to Jimmy, um, that's also my brother, he's an interesting character, that Jimmy, but, um, also just like, you know, the rest of my friends who have kind of supported me and like told me that I could do this, um, cause I've never done anything like this. Um, so this is all new to me. Um, but I was very excited to get this started. I'm glad that we're, we're moving now. We're going, um, very special one to my sister, Fab. Um, this podcast would not have been possible without her. She came to me a while back with an idea to start a podcast, just me and her, which we are going to do. It's going to be called the Hear Me Out podcast, where we discuss sports. Um, and like I said, without her, I wouldn't have had the idea to create this podcast. Um, so, Fab, thank you for the idea. Um, thank you for putting up with me. I know that I was kind of a pain in your ass uh, growing up, but um, but I love you so much. And I'd do anything for you, so thank you um, for everything. And last but not least, um, to the listeners, if you come across this podcast um, and you decide to give it a listen, thank you very much. Um, you guys are great. I hope you enjoy this. I hope that you continue to grow with me and listen week to week. Because um, this is only week one, um, episode one, so... We're, we're just going to be getting better as we go along. Um, so, like I said, thank you guys. And I will see you next week. Um, the only thing I ask of you is to go out there and make somebody's day. You know, make somebody smile. Do something nice for somebody. Because um, you guys are definitely making my day by listening to this. Um, or watching this if you're on YouTube. Um, so, thank you very much. Love you all. You're all beautiful people, and I'll see you next week. Oh.